0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. So we'll get back to the fighting here in a second, but there's also football going on. I'm not talking about the NFL playoffs. I'm talking about Brendan Tobin's son. You were telling me during the break that your boy had his first flag football game today. How'd that go for him? Oh, man, it was so great because it was like he's he's five. He's gonna be six next week, actually. So it's his first day. You know, they're like literally teaching the rules on the field. Yeah. And uh, so he gets his hand off. And like, you know, they just, they literally, it's like, it, they don't have formation or nothing. It's literally the guy gets the ball run. So he gets the ball. Boom. Just takes off in the wrong direction. Bolts all the oh, way no. to the other end zone. And it's just like, he's like, gets to the end zone. He's like styling and profiling like Ric Flair. Like, yeah, you bunch of idiots. You couldn't catch me. I'm like, bro. He oh, just, no. He just went Did, the wrong direction. What are who you broke, doing? Who, who broke the news to him? Did you uh, walk no, on they, the field with his father? No, I, I, he- we were all, no, Tommy, the wrong way. I didn't hear anything. He was in the zone just went just went <laughs> streaking the coach told him and then uh they let him actually they, he, they let him go again because they were trying to give everybody a chance to do uh handoff plays and uh he actually did good that once he finally knew the direction to go to it, he went he was uh he was doing fun but you know it was a, it was it was a it, it was a rocky debut oh wow Tobin's son not the ultimate running back yet let's go ahead and build the ultimate fighter here on tapped out on the BetQL network Okay, here's the rules of the game, guys, and feel free to t- uh, to chime in with us, Jake, out there in Philly. We're going to build the ultimate fighter, but we can only go one trait per guy. For example, we all know Khabib's a great wrestler. Wrestling's going to be one of the traits. We all know Khabib's got one of the best mental games. Well, mental's going to be one of them also. You can't use Khabib twice, all right? So we're going to have to hash this out as a team between the three of us. Let's start with punches, okay? Strictly punches. I think the guy that comes to mind has to be conor mcgregor when you just want one punch power but then also i was thinking what about punches and bunches who's the guy that can load them up max holloway came to mind what do you guys say i love max holloway as far as a volume striker's concerned dustin poirier and his boxing skill set's really really good too um, yeah, I don't know what you're leaning here. Cause like, honestly, if I wanted a guy with a bomb, I'm going to go with the guy fighting for the championship next week in Francis and Ganu. Like that's the scariest punch. There's not a scarier punch in the sport. Like it, I would be, I would be so afraid he dust people in seconds. And, uh, you know, I, I think that that's the way I would, uh, I would lean with that one. If, as far as like, if I'm going to go ultimate, I think I would even take Francis's power over max's volume. So like, if I could, if I build the ultimate if I just be that dangerous with one strike, the ultimate eraser. That was so scary when you, what you're talking about when he charged him like a rhino and just started throwing punches. And you knew that, like, oh, damn it, one of these is going to connect and Strike's going to go to sleep. And he did. Look, I'm not going to fight you guys. If we want to go with Ngannou because of his punching power, that's fine with me. Let's go from punches to elbows. A couple of guys came to mind. Right. You got the guy with the katana blades for the elbows, Israel Adansanya. But then I thought, well, what about John Jones? There's got to be nobody that's finished more fights with elbows than John. And then I thought, well, who's the guy that's really, you know, when you think of elbows, just these skinny arms and skinny knees. Tony Ferguson, El Kikui, What say you, BT? Uh, I would have to go with John. John's just so unorthodox with the way that he would throw it. Um, obviously, you know, he's, he's, his resume is, is a lot better than Tony's, but I just think also just the way he uses it with his reach, Tony's like, you know, he gets you down and it makes you so uncomfortable and makes the fight bloody, but like John, it's almost like cerebral the way he uses it. Like he's, he's almost like an octopus out there. It's like an extra, his, his just use the elbows almost like everybody else's arm. That's how big his reach is. So I, I don't, I don't think there's anybody whose elbows uh, come close to John's.
1: I think it's pretty obviously John Jones as well. The one that I will throw in there because it is the single biggest elbow I've ever seen in MMA. Oh. Matt Brown has oh. some. I was going go with crushing
0: the crushing. Elbow. Whoa! Elbows. I thought you were going to go with Yair with the the up elbow. That's another on, one uh, on Korean Zombie. That just feels so lucky though. Like these other guys are so consistent with their elbows, and maybe it's because I had Zombie and maybe it's because I had Zombie by decision, and maybe it's because Zombie lost by decision in the fifth round with 4.59 into it, and I'm still pissed off about the whole thing, but maybe not. Let's move on to kicks. This one's got to be one of these two guys. It's got to either be Wonder Boy. Everybody's got him on there, right? One of the best strikers, and obviously his distance is just so perfect with the karate background. What about Cowboy, though? Like, there's an entire YouTube highlight reel of Cowboy Cerrone kicking people in the head and putting them to sleep, BT. Man, I actually, there was a couple that come to mind. One is the guy that you mentioned uh, last category, and that's Style Bender. I think that he's got to be in there. But then again, it's kind of like Style Bender. Do I go next generation? Should I go like if we can go to the Wayback Machine and go Anderson Silva? I mean, like the yeah. front kick, the front kick king. But honestly, a guy who's an unsung hero here, and I honestly think is, has the, some of the coolest kicks I've seen. And I would be horrified to be in a cage with this guy and he kicks me. Edson
1: to Barboza. Yep. I was going to I was saying we were missing we we may be missing a couple Brazilians in that running between Barboza and Jose Aldo. Another yeah, one. Yeah, that, that's
0: true. Old school Aldo.
1: Like he he was really kicking people's legs before it was cool. Uh not really, but he he is another one that I would throw up there. Barboza has some of the coolest kicks that I've seen. I would agree, BT. I would say Wonderboy in terms of practicality is probably. Who I would pick for like an all-around kicker,
0: though. Hey, look, Brendan. Jake's the executive producer for a reason. <laughs> he makes these type of executive decisions. We're going with Wonder Boy when it comes to the kicks. If you're keeping track, we got Ngannou for punches, we got John Jones for el- uh, for elbows, we got Wonder Boy for kicks. When it comes to the knee, everybody's gonna think Jorge Masvidal. Let me remind you about a cat named Corey Sandhagen. He's pretty good, Brendan, with those knees too. Yeah, those are the two that I had down as well. Uh, and Sandhagen, like. Masvidal's got the most famous knee. So I feel like it's ridiculous oh, to go with anybody else, but San Diego will throw that thing just out of nowhere. Like he almost uses it sometimes as like just to keep you on your toes in a fight. Um, like he uses it with, with just great practicality through uh, throughout a fight. And you know, it, it, it's like not every it's, it's crazy to think is he almost uses it like a jab. He doesn't, he knows how to take some steam off of it just to kind of keep guys honest. He's teeing you up throughout a fight. So, I think that's Sanhagen probably in just the idea of of, of having it just in his repertoire whenever, but it's kind of hard to argue, dude. I mean, like Masvidal like got the fastest knockout in history. Jake, you're the decision maker on this one. It's Masvidal, right?
1: Um, I think. See, this is what it, what is really difficult with this because you want to go with the highlight versus like a bigger body of work. I'll tell
0: you. I, I'll tell you one a sneaky one too before before you. Yo, Romero, Yo, Yo Romero. Romero's got Romero, Romero OG against uh, putting out putting out Chris Weidman. He's good at that, too.
1: Yeah. The only other one aside from the guys that we mentioned that I'll throw out because he is actually the fighter that got me into MMA is Vanderlei Silva had some brutal knees. A lot of his best work came outside of the UFC. So for that reason, we'll go we'll go with uh, the Miami guy. We'll go with Mosfidal on this one.
0: Masvidal within and he makes a lot of sense. It's the one that really... I mean, it's not that he wasn't big time before. He already had, what, like 30 fights in the UFC or something underneath his belt. But that just completely sent him on a rocket ship. And, of course, you had the Darren Till fight and you had everything that followed. It just seemed like... no I can't remember anybody that had a calendar year like Jorge Masvidal did. He's got good footwork, but I wouldn't say it's on the level of dominant Cruz. If we're going to build the perfect fighter... It's got to be Dominic Cruz when it comes to dancing around that octagon or maybe a guy that I thought of. What about Bendo? What about Benson Henderson? Wow, that's a throwback. Benson Henderson. I feel like if Benson Henderson was going to be the guy, like if you were going to just if you were going to limit a category to like calf kicks, that's where I would go with Bendo. Touché. I don't know if I'd go. I don't know if he I would go. He invented the calf kick, some say. He did like no. He would like now it's like all the rage. Now I would say right. probably like if we would do calf kicks, maybe we would go with uh, Justin Gaethje. As like the, the guy who's like the, the poster child for it now. Uh man, I like Max Holloway's footwork. I really do. Like some of the some of the stuff that he will do. And honestly, Connor too. You know, Connor with those angles when he was coming up in featherweight, like that was some that was some high level stuff. And he would do it with a little bit more bad intentions, I think, than Dominic Cruz, who definitely has the awkwardness, but also got beat out of his own game by your boy uh, Cody Garbrandt. Don't you feel a little silly though, Brendan, saying Connor's footwork when currently his foot doesn't work? That's just rude. I don't know. What to tell you. Like, that's <laughs> Those just are just facts. facts. Those are just, just facts. The man's walking around with a cane right now. It's it's hard times. He hasn't had a cane in months. He's superhuman. He'll be back sooner rather than later. <laughs> Who's got the best footwork? Break it down for us, Jake.
1: I like Holloway. Uh, we saw what he did to our guy, Calvin Cater. And, you know, I'm just sticking with the guys who are on top right now. Max is at his very peak. We're- Tom Cruise, as amazing as his and innovative as his footwork is, he's not at the top of his game right now. So we'll break the tie with uh, going with Max Holloway.
0: Max dancing around the octagon. When it comes to wrestling, the guys that I think of recently retired, right? It comes, the guys that come to mind are Khabib and DC. So if it's somebody that's active that we're talking about right now, Brendan, who do you have at the top when it comes to the best wrestler right now in the octagon? I mean, the guys that come right to the top of the mind are the are the, the rivals themselves in the welterweight division. Like it's it's Kamaru and it's Colby, and they're so good at it that that's why their fights were so entertaining. They don't they do they it though. Gonna... That's the thing is like you could say the same thing about Justin Gaethje, but I would say if you talk about what are those guys, all three of those guys' best traits right now, I would put their striking way ahead of their wrestling, wouldn't you? No, but it's in their back pocket. Like you just know that it's it's going to be a thing. I think that. Let's tie in the weather dynamic to this as well. Like if
1: it's snow and the total goes to 41 or 40 or something, I think this is another opportunity potentially. And it's like four mile per hour winds.
0: You know, with, with Mosfield, you got to give him some credit because he was able to avoid a lot of takedowns against Kamar, and a lot of that fight was up against the cage. But I mean, he's so scary and he, he's able to be so well-rounded. And it just speaks to what a great fighter that he is that we're starting to see him Round into form and be better and be more known about his striking, but like this is a this is not what his his skill set was coming up. And then you know Colby's just he's he's relentless. You think about just you know when you were talking in the first segment about the worries you have against a guy like Masvidal, you kind of think back to the Robbie Lawler fight. And man, Robbie was just so exhausted with the level changes and the pace that Colby was able to put on him. That's wrestling, man. That's that's what that's where he's able to to mix that in. So yeah. Khabib, you know, just that dynamic takedown. He's always going to go for submission stuff, but like that, that Colby pace is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. I think as it's written, it probably has to be just Colby, just because of his cardio and the way that he looks to take people down. But when you factor in control and maybe some clinch work as well, I think Usman maybe sticks out in those regards. So I will, you know what? Colby can't beat Usman in the cage. So we'll let him beat Usman here and go with Colby for the wrestling uh, trait.
0: Nice, nice of you to throw him a dime when it comes to the best wrestler in the UFC. We're going with Colby Covington on Team Tapped Out here on the BetQL Network. We're building the ultimate fighter for the next couple of minutes, and then on the other side, we're going to talk fighting tonight. The Octagon is back, UFC 46, in Las Vegas, and Nick Kalikas is going to join us. He's the co-host of On the Line on Fight Pass. Also, he's the risk supervisor out there at Circa Sports, the best sports book, for my money, in the entire world. So we're going to break things down with Nick coming up in just a few minutes. What about when it comes – on oh, real quick, you mentioned Robbie Lawler. Man, his footwork is still good. I could watch that guy. Like, he just looks like he's so entertained around that octagon. He looks like yeah, he's like, floating when he's on top of his game. If you were to just have a category that was just badass, I would just give it to Robbie Lawler because he's just such a – he's just such an entertaining watch as a fight fan. Well, you got the power to make that category. The problem is you're wrong again. You're telling me that if you had a badass category, that's who'd be at the top. Need I yeah. remind you that they made a belt for that. Your boy Masvidal fight a guy named Nate Diaz, and both those guys are in the high, way, way higher up in the badass category than your go, boy. No disrespect. Go, listen, anybody who uh, that's that's a that's a cute thing and the rock was there, and I would geeked out for that fight more than anybody. But but go watch Robbie Lawler versus Roy McDonald go tell me that's not the most badass thing you've ever seen to go. I've YouTube it so often that it's the one that it, it, every single time I go to YouTube, it suggests that fight. Yeah, so um, I don't need to watch it again. Really though. Who do you think is like, it's interesting. You bring it up. Who really is the biggest badass in the game right now? Justin um, Gaethje is probably that. Yeah. I would say Gaethje is probably that dude. He's, he's uh, like just the, the psycho who could take the most. His fights are always entertaining. Um, you know, I, I, I think that, I think Dustin's definitely in that category too. Dustin Poirier between, you know some of the the punishment that he can take whether it gets through i think max is always in that category too I mean, max feels like he could be in like nine of these categories what about uh, bjj brazilian jiu jitsu i i think i think that this one's pretty obvious right now because the guy's had the belt and now defended it's got to be charles oliveira another guy and don't say hoyce gracie you know back in the day let's just go right. with guys that are fighting right now maybe Brian ortega a little bit under the radar yep. when it comes to his bjj those are the guys that came to mind uh yeah it was funny actually because you think about like I saw a headline this week Jacare Souza's going to box I'm like wait wait what like and so you think about just like what what Jacare was as a as a submission artist so dangerous Damian Maya like these are guys but you know it's it's like past that time so the 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 guy who's just known for submission game the guy I came up with was Gilbert Burns I think Gilbert Burns is just so respected in the grappling game also has gotten just very improved with his striking so we don't have to see it every single time but I think, uh, I think Gilbert is uh, is is in there, but I would say that you have to give the nod right now to the champ. When it comes to the mental game, and we got to get out of here in 60 seconds, so be quick with it, Brendan. Right now, if you got one fighter, who do you think has got the best brain in the game? Oh, man. I would say that would go to me between Gaethje for just his mental toughness right now and honestly just for Championship 4-2 because he has to get through the same guys all the time as Usman. Since he did, we didn't use him for wrestling, Let me give you an outside-the-box one here. How about Rose? Nobody keeps it more real than Rose, and nobody's been able to handle as much inside and outside and in the bus and all these different things than Rose, and her mind is just so tough. I think it might be her best aspect. It's tapped out here on the BETQL Network coming up next. We're going to talk about the fights tonight and more with Nick Kalikis, co-host of On the Line on UFC Fight Pass, coming up right here on the BETQL Network.